Hello, this is Reverend Erehikimekwa. I'm glad to come to you through this medium. As you listen to the word of God today, I pray that you will be impacted, your life will be transformed, and you experience God. Kingdom blessings. Praise the name of the Lord. Are you ready for the word of God this morning? And I want to welcome all of you online. Hallelujah. This morning I'm speaking on effective fervent prayer. Effective fervent prayer. Let's turn our Bibles to James chapter 5, verse 16 to 18. James chapter 5, verse 16 to 18. And if you find it, bow your head. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We ask that the entrance of your word to bring light and understanding. We ask that you open our eyes of understanding that we may understand the word of God and receive what you are telling us this is Amen. So James chapter 5, verse 16 and 18 says, Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Elijah was a man with a like nature like ours and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain and it did not rain on the land for three years, six months. And he prayed again and the heaven gave rain and the earth produced its now, James was writing because in 1 Kings chapter 17 and 18, there was, an account, there was an account of Elijah and the prophets of Baal and what happened there. Because then he came out one day, the Bible says in 17, that he just showed up and said, there shall not be rain for three years. And for three years there was no rain. Then after that, the Lord spoke to him that, go back and tell Ahab that the it's time for you to go do a contest. So they went to Mount Camel and he alone killed 430 prophets of Baal. 400 prophets of Baal. And he prayed and the rain came. But the key thing here is that, that the, the James is that the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man availed much. I've always said that between that year, the Lord, and it came to pass, is effective prayer. Effective prayer. It is time for us to hit the head on the, on the, the nail on the head in prayer and not pray amiss. It's time for us to nail hit the the nail on the head in prayer. That means that you are not going to miss your target. There are several components of prayer that we must obey to get results. The Bible says that the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man. So number one, righteousness. Righteousness. Righteousness to pray effectively you must have a right standing with God. You must have peace with God. Not only that, however, our righteousness is not of us, it is of God. So God imputes righteousness to us. And 
A clean heart is what God is looking for. When you have a clean heart, it leads to a clean hand. If your heart is clean, your hands will be clean. If your heart is pure, you shall have good thoughts. Clean hands refers to what you do. God gave us the hands. What do you touch? Are you having a right standing with God? Are you in a relationship that is not godly? That's just one. I said the last time that fornication, adultery is sin. But one of the sins also is gossip. It's as equal to fornication and adultery. And there are people who gossip and say things about people they don't know. So what are in your thoughts? If your prayer is going to be answered, you must have a right standing with God in purity in your speech and what you hear. Praise the name of the Lord. He said, the fervent prayer of a righteous man. Your good thought refers to how you think. Your heart can be sore by what you say and what you believe. Your heart can be sore by what you say and what you believe. The first person who fell into that was Eve. Did God say? And she believed. Who do you believe? Let me just say this, and we all know it, and sometimes we, we, we just, you must, you must, it's better for church and doctrinal issues. Doctrinal issues. I don't want you to follow somebody on social media that you've not sat under the person for years. I am not against anybody who is on social media. Some people pop up and just say things against the church, against doctrinal issues in the church, and make themselves kingpins on social media. And some Christians believe it. Sometimes the issue of grace. The issue of grace. No. The Bible says that we should Work out our salvation with fear and trembling. One of these days, the trumpet is going to sound. Is somebody hearing me? Yeah. All right. Psalm 24, quickly. Psalm 24. Verse 3 to 5. David said, Who shall ascend to the hill of the Lord, who may stand in his holy place? He who has a clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol or sworn deceitfully, I shall, shall receive a blessing from the Lord and the righteousness from the God of his So that who will go into the presence of God? Number one, who will stand in his holy place? Who has clean hands and a pure heart? Clean hands and a pure heart. 
who has not lifted up his soul to an idol. When I say an idol here, it's not you taking a stone or a pot and put some. Some of us, there are things in our life that are idols. Sleep. Food. Partying. The interesting thing sometimes is that when you are going for a party, you take a friend. But when you're coming to church, you don't bring your friend. Oh, I've got a party to attend. Can you go with me? Haven't you? It's very, very common. And some of you, 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 you have no time. You have, you have enough time to waste. Oh, you just wait. But he says that. Lifted up his soul to an idol. God went to Ezekiel and said that the people have built idols in their hearts. My car, my house, my educational background. An idol. There was a song we worshipped this morning with. It said, there's no any other God except, eh? No foreign God. And when I, I was just like it. Let's say foreign. It's not like you're going to go and take um, some jujube and put under your bed. No, no, no. They are foreign gods we have around us. And the Bible says that who shall say? Make sure that if God looks into your heart, your heart is clean and your hands are pure. Some people swear deceitfully. I swear. I didn't do it. Deceitful swearing. So you you say things to people. That's on the gossip side. Why you say things to people that are, if they, they say that uh, the, 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 the frog comes from the river and say that that the crocodile is dead, that they must believe him. That's the only way I can get it quickly. <laughs> the proverb says, don't do, don't do that. So what I saw was that if the frog comes out of the water and said, hey, I am from the water. The big guy there is dead. You believe. Deceitfully. You shall not risk. Let's go to the, let's, let's go to the text. No, let's go to the next verse. So if you don't do these things, let's go to the next verse, please. He shall receive the blessing from the Lord and the righteousness of the God of God of his salvation. Righteous from the God of his salvation. Not only that. When you are righteous before, the blessing will come. How do you... You see, you see, let me say something to you. One of the things that we must all learn and overcome. Overcome is issues of your heart. Clean hands and a pure heart. Because the Bible is out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaker. So when I hang around you, what you say, and sometimes people can pretend around you and not say till one day you hear them say something. I say, oh. So all along your heart has been that corrupt. Check your heart. Check your motives. 
Check what your hands touch. Praise the name of the Lord. Number two, fervent. The effective fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Fervent means the intensity of prayer. Learning to pray with your mind focused on God. You have the ability to be quiet inside when praying. It helps you to hear God. Focus on God in prayer. When you start praying, the intensity is not how you shout. It's not how you stamp your feet. We all shout. We all stamp our feet. Not everybody anyway. I, I stamp my feet. Sometimes I shout. But that is not the formula. She says I'm praying fervent prayer. But it's been quiet inside. And while you are praying, there's intensity. So when I'm praying here, I am not thinking about any other thing. But I'm focusing on the prayer. I'm asking the Holy Ghost to lead me. I'm asking the Holy Ghost to grace me so that I can pray aright. I remember when I was the prayer leader for Calvary Temple. There's this wonderful woman. She, recently she called me and was acting on me and the children and everything. When she's praying, all she needs in the prayer meeting is the corner. You only hear him. You know, if you, just, if you just see her mouth move. But she's praying. And when you are praying, focus on God. I know Doc went to um, uh, um, um, CCC and uh, drop a very strong one there. And unfortunately, people are not understanding him. Ajay, 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 Ajay. That is lazy prayer. Haven't I been saying in his house? I have been saying it here. And when I go to some, ch- one day I went <laughs> to a church with the lady. He drove me. When I saw the boy, the way they were praying, I said, "The lady, go and take the mic." <laughs> because <laughs> ah, then the then the bandsman, bang 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 bang. What what are you? When you are praying. Your fervency is to focus on the Holy Spirit. Be listening. You must be downloading things from the Spirit to your soulish realm. That is your mind. So when you are praying, don't take things for granted. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will begin to direct you in your prayer as you pray towards something. And you must be able to have it. That's why as charismatics... One of, the, one of the gifts God has given us is to be able to pray in the understanding and in tongues. I have a particular time I sleep. Let me just teach you this. I have a particular time I wake up. But any time I am waking up off that schedule before the time I wake up and I feel like praying, I know that God is giving me a bedding to pray. What do I do? Sometimes I can pray in tongues for about 30 minutes before my spirit man now picks up what he wants me to deal with specifically. Then I now zoom there. Don't be praying with absent-minded. Help that gentleman to be awake. 
Praise the name of the Lord. You must pray fervently. Some of you are praying and you are turning around. You are looking at somebody. You are thinking about the granite soup you left on the dining table. Praise the name of the Lord. Daniel chapter 9, verse 3 to 5. Daniel, when he began to pray, the Bible, then I set my face toward the Lord God to make requests by prayer and supplications with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. He said, I set my face toward God. I set my face toward God and to make requests by prayer and supplication with fastings and sackcloth and ashes. And I prayed to the Lord God and I made confession, O Lord, great and awesome God who keep his commandment and mercy with those who love him, with those who keep his commandments. We have sinned and committed iniquity. We have done wickedly and rebelled even by departing from your precepts and your judgments. So you, you, can, you can see how even Daniel, who was known as a man of great integrity, was also not standing on his personal righteousness to assess God. And he said, I, I, look toward, I look toward God. When you are praying, look towards God. Can I tell you something? Let me say something. To, oh, oh, I don't know. I don't know. You are praying for something, but your mind is on somebody. I don't know why you're, why you're getting that. You, look, yeah, you are praying for something. But your mind is on a particular person you think God can use to give you the thing. And sometimes I bind, I bind, I lose him, I lose him. That is witchcraft. That is soulish prayer. That is soulish prayer. I'm going to see my uncle. He has money. He has to give me money. So you, you fast for seven days. And you, are not, you have not gone to do negotiation or maybe you want the money to do something very profit. Just one money. No. You start binding the person. When I go... <laughs> Solish prayer. Solish prayer. I have noticed that when we are praying and we pray towards God, he knows who to use. Sometimes somebody will wake up in the morning and you come to you that you've never seen from Adam and you answer that prayer you're looking for. Look toward God. God uses people, but look toward God. Hallelujah. And he says that and he, the one who remembers his covenant. We have sinned and committed iniquity. Now, Israel was supposed to be in captivity for 70 years and then he was reading it in they were 68, they were 68 years. Remember that he was taken away as a young Jewish boy. Psalm 50 verse 7. Isaiah 50 verse 7, sorry. Isaiah 50 verse 7. Isaiah 50 verse 7. He says that for the Lord will help me, therefore I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like a flint. I will not be ashamed. Intensity. I have set my face like a flint. That is why when it comes to fasting seasons, I've set my face like a flint. Nothing will distract me. I set my face as a flint. I'm focused. Sometimes the seasons of prayer that you are supposed to be in, like I said the last time, that when you belong to a prophetic house and something is going on, connect. 
Come into the space. Come into the place. Because, and make sure that nothing distracts you from coming. And sometimes what distracts you can be very flimsy. Me, I've told all my cars that wherever I'm going, if it is church, and you break down, I will leave you there and go to the church. Those days, I was buying second-hand cars. So I would, when, when I finished dedicating, when they dedicate the car for me, then I tell the car that matter. So one day, I was going to service, prayer service. Generally like this. I was coming. I got to around uh, um, the Akramo. Then the car, it was an old Vectra. Making me I park it there. I closed the car. I went to church. After service, they came to pick it. I took a taxi. Not because I was little. It was around four. I left it and went. And the pastor, my car didn't spark, so I didn't come to church. I went to visit my uncle. B. Can't you reschedule that? You must set your face as a flint. This is what I want to get. This is where I'm going. Fervency is important. People are praying. Their mind is wandering. No. Sometimes it is in prayer that God drops ideas and concepts to you. So let your spirit man be quiet and inside to capture what God is telling you. Don't get into that automatic tongues. And that prayer doesn't stress you. That kind of prayer. That kind of prayer. And there's a place. Let me just drop past that by that place. There's a place where you groan in prayer. But I have noticed that if you are going to groan in prayer, that means that you should have been in prayer over three hours, four hours. You are praying. Then you lock up yourself. You are praying. And the Holy Ghost takes over and makes you begin to push into a realm. There's a place of groaning and there's a place of lazy prayer that does not come from the Spirit. If you are really groaning, if you encounter that groaning from the Spirit, I, I, I don't know whether, I don't know how it is like for women. I'm not a woman. But it's as if you are carrying something inside. All your, 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 womb, your, your womb area you start feeling all the pain. Have you ever prayed where you are shoulder, your, shoulder, your shoulder bone is paining you before? Huh? There's a bit of a The Lord will help us. I want you to know that you must set aside a time to pray. With fasting. It should be part of your culture. You must be able to pray in the midst of success. Fervency. Everything you go through prayer must be sustained by prayer. Fervency. So, you were very fervent when you, did, when you didn't have that breakthrough. But now that you have gotten that breakthrough, that breakthrough is blocking you. When you didn't have an orthopedic mattress, am I speaking to somebody here? And you were laying on the floor. By, four, by 3 a.m., you are up praying. Because the ground is not com- comfortable. 
Now that you have a nice bed, orthopedic, oh. You prayed for a breakthrough and a job came to you. A contract came to you. An opportunity came to you. You must be more fervent by prayer to hold it up. What God gives you through prayer must be sustained by prayer. So make time. It does not mean that you should be in church. One of the things that I believe is that I don't have a problem. At least I want people to just have time with God themselves. That's why a New Testament church teaches you how to pray. We don't pray for you. We teach you how to pray. That's what I'm teaching you. Somebody hearing me right now? Anything you get. That is why to, when you see somebody pastoring a church, like Dr. Mesa Otago, like all this, oh, this, eh? Have you fasted one year before? <laughs> Whatever it is, if you got it through prayer, hold it by prayer. That is why if the person also got the position through immoral life, she has to, he or he must sustain it by immoral life. If you got it through gossip and undermining, you have to sustain it by that. That's what happens always. Praise the name of the Lord. He said that the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man. Let's go to prayer now. When it comes to prayer, whatever you are praying must have scriptural basis. Every prayer you pray to God must have scripture basis. God only answers prayer according to his word, our faith, and nothing else. According to his word and our faith and nothing else. Sometimes God is not moved by the tears you are crying. You need the word of God to be effective in prayer. Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 4 to 6. Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 4 to 6. Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 4 to 6. It says that, so it was, when I heard these words, I sat down and wept and mourned for many days. I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. And I said, I pray, Lord God of heaven, O great and awesome one, you who keep your covenant and your mercy with those who love you and you observe and who, who love you, observe your commandments. Please let your ear be attentive and your eyes be open that you may hear the prayer of your servant, which I pray before you now, day and night, for the children of Israel, your servants, and confess the sins of the children of Israel, which we have sinned against you, both my father's house and I have sinned. But if you watch the the verse 5 said that, and he said, I pray to the God of heaven, O great and awesome God, who keep your covenant and mercy and for those who observe 
your commandments. So you realize that he was quoting covenant. Covenant then, because the Old Testament, there was not what it is now. It was a book of covenant. And mostly, it was the, the first five books of Moses. That's what they had as the word. Because those were then before Ezra and Co. came up. But this was the word of God. So when he was praying, he was not praying amiss. He was praying scripture. You must know the word of God concerning any situation. I want to give you an assignment. Whatever it is. Whatever you, 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 you are dealing with, go and look for scriptures on all that. Nowadays, we don't even have people who buy concordance. We don't have people who buy uh, this because of electronic. But I think when you go there, electronic Bibles, download some. If you have a phone and you don't have a Bible on your phone, and you must have not only a Bible, you have, must have ordered some translations. And you must also have a concordance on your phone. You are dealing with something. If not, go, go to online concordances and commentaries on, uh, on, on, on online. Just you find it. You must know scripture. Don't go to a prayer. We are praying, and all, all you are just saying is one thing. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. God, give it to me. What? Give to what? Even Jesus Christ, when he met people, he said, What do you? He knows the man was blind. He said, What do you want me to do for you? And blind Bartimaeus was wise. The man is coming from crusade. The man is a beggar. The trend, the, the thing to do in that state was to ask for money. Say that I may see. Say, Rabbi, teacher, I may see. That I may see. No, listen, first he said, Son of David, have mercy on me that I may see. Then when he helped, he said, Rabbi, I'll follow you. Teacher, why? Some people tell that, oh, when you come to, uh, I'll do some things for you. The Bible is the only word, the scripture. So your prayer, don't put your trust in oil. Don't put your trust in handkerchief. Don't put your trust in those tokens and those things. Word. Someone say word. Scripture. Yeah. What? He, you must pray scripture. You must pray the word of God. Sometimes if you're dealing with something, you have to paste all those scriptures around you. Anytime you lift up your head, you, you, you quote one. But I like one aspect where I'll say here, he said, the Bible says here that, um, um, that he began to confess. He said, both my father's house and I have sinned. Remember that this gentleman was taken as a slave. His parents were taken as a slave and they went into Shushan. They went to Babylon, rather. Now, he was saying that he and his father's house have sinned. May you become an intercessor for your family. May your prayer not be about myself, my shoe, my car, my dress. No. May you become an intercessor. So because you are praying, it will also affect people around you. 
increased capacity. Your prayer shouldn't be about because sometimes our well Christians are so selfish that when let's pray for ourselves, we'll pray bad, 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 bad. Let's pray for the church. Let's pray for the country. Pray for your family. We are fasting now after the conference. We don't we start doing our Friday fast. Some of the Fridays spend some time praying. So if what the prayer point is saying, there's a family portion. There's a family portion. Become an intercessor for your family, for your community, for those around you. That's how prayer should go. It's not about give me a shoe, give me a house, give me every, everything about you. No, that is that that is not a clean heart. Somebody hearing me here. Say, I'll pray, all right? I'll pray the scriptures. I'll be an intercessor. Praise the name of the Lord. May God grant you a breakthrough anointing and the hungry spirit. The Bible says, avail it much. Avails much. I want you to know that it is only God who receives prayer. Avails much. It is only in prayer that we relate to him, God, as father. A father-son relationship is only sustained by prayer. Your prayer must avail much. Your prayer must avail much. Because the prayer goes to God, not to any man. Like I said, when you are praying, don't pray. Have somebody in mind. Fine. If you have a meeting with somebody, you are praying for... Maybe you are going to have a meeting. There's nothing wrong that God give me a favor before wherever I'm going to, whatever I do. There's nothing wrong. But it's not as if you are binding the person. No. Amen. Psalm 65, verse 1 and 2. Psalm 65, verse 1 and 2. Says, Praise await you, O Lord. O O God in Zion, and to you all vows shall be performed. Oh, you who hears prayer, to you all flesh shall come. Let me have it in the O King James. I like that. There's a, a, a portion that the, the, the O King James. It said, Praise waited for thee, O Lord, in Zion, and unto thee shall the vow be performed. Next verse 2. He said, Oh, thou hearest prayer. Oh, thou hearest prayer. When your prayer is righteous, it is fervent, and it is it can it, it is word based. It avails much. God will hear you. He hears prayer. Hey, God hears prayer. Oh, hey, God hears prayer. God hears prayer. No, never come to that point. You say that I've prayed and God has not. Do you know that every prayer you pray according to the scriptures is waiting for you if it has not happened yet. Some of the prayers are two years ahead of you. At the right time, it will move things for you. Nobody ever prays. Says, oh, I'm tired of coming to prayer meetings. Eh? That's for me. That one alone, it's a, it do not avail to God. Ah. Me, what I've seen that neology has given me. Neology is niece, my niece. 
Neology. That's <laughs> neology. Neology has given me number one, my pedigree from Agokpo didn't give me. The schools I went didn't give me. The degrees I have have not given to me. It is God. And God uses men. God directs your path. Ah! He hears prayer. Let, let nobody deceive you. He hears prayer. And I want you to. That silent prayer, excuse me to say, in your washroom. That silent prayer in your car. That tear you cry in a silent place. Nobody saw it. God hears it. If it is praying according to his will. In righteousness and fervency. Put the text there for me. Pray. <laughs> Let, listen to me. <laughs> the first one. The first one. The first one. Praise waited for thee. O God, in Zion, unto thee shall the vow be performed. That is why too, when God answers your prayer, honor your vow. Honor your vow. Honor your vow. Let's go to the next verse. Don't forget this one though. Never forget. O that hearest prayer unto thee, all flesh, whether he's a believer, whether he's not a believer, whether he's a sinner, he's not. All flesh shall come. That's how sometimes somebody can be a sinner, a bad, wicked man, but one day he says a prayer. It, or even somebody is not born again. Let me just leave that one. Somebody is clean. You know, there are some people when you look at their life, everything is clean. They, they, they just, they are not live, but they are not born again. But God still hears their prayer. The sinner to God still hears their prayer. The sinner, the sinner, to you all flesh, all that hear a prayer. And you who have right standing with God, you who know the scriptures, there's no way God will not answer your prayer. I want you to know that we have to be effective. When you come to prayer meetings, make sure your heart is clean, your hands are clean. Praise the name of the Lord. Stand up on your feet.